despite the fact him and John have had several, probably bottles of wine tonight, <laughs> seems to speak very well. Oh, well, how, how sweet of him to say. <laughs> that's a compliment. Oh, wow, this, this random yank can actually complete sentences. Oh. Enjoy those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. And we'll be live on Twitch in a minute, so... Mr. Porter, if you would just uh, like to start the show. <laughs> Chasing the Scent, episode 29. And here we are, live in the van in France, with a US intelligence operative known as the Virginian, <laughs> live in the vehicle. And with Ben in a studio, an ad hoc studio, that is, in a in hotel. In an undisclosed room. location in Central in, Europe. <laughs> yep, in an undisclosed location in Central Europe. Here we yes. go. So, Ben, <laughs> here we yes, are. Sir. Here we are. Right, for, so... We're three days we away from... Well, I don't know. We're three days away. I was going to say, we're three days away from our 30th episode, John. Yeah, we are. And we're going to meet up for that 30th episode. We're going to do it in person in the van in an undisclosed location somewhere in the middle of Europe. Yep. You've got a two-day drive ahead of you, haven't you, John? Yeah, I have. I'll be leaving here on Tuesday, ready for the meetup on Wednesday. So yep. um, that, that's I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. Yep. And we'll have a good chat and, a, and possibly a couple of libations. But meanwhile, we have... A special guest in the van tonight. We have the Virginian, who who is an active duty officer in the U.S. forces. I will say no more than that. Good well, evening, Mister Virginian. Hold on, we have a small interruption as the wine arrives. <laughs> is, is that so, is that is that Mrs. Porter there? Is it? Oh, it is. So tonight we have a dark horse Cabernet Sauvignon, dark horse. Very apt, very apt, very apt indeed. And also, um, yeah, guys, sorry you can't see me. I I got the shit camera out instead of the good one tonight, and left the good one in the car. But um, I will say that um, fucking Wednesday when we do our in person live show, we'll be rocking two cameras in the same location because I've got the setup for it. Excellent, excellent. So, the Virginian. Welcome to the uh, the podcast. Well, thank you ever so much, John, so, and uh, I appreciate being able to contribute to whatever I can tonight. So the, the world's pretty fucked up at the moment, mate. Well, um, I, have you got any insight on what the hell is going on? Uh, well, of course I do. But the type of things that I would be able to provide insight to is probably beyond the classification of this van or the podcast itself, but... <laughs> What I can tell you is that it is universally accepted that indeed the world is fucked up. Um, well, there's no arguments here, sir. Yeah, and it's. Um, I think it's. I, I think it's fair to say that it's pretty universal, universally accepted that it is. And you know, historically, what what we've accepted is is fucked up has been the hot spots, the the Israel and the Gaza Strip and the West Bank and all of that and the North and South Korea along the 38th parallel and all of that, plus Iraq and Afghanistan. And but it's a it's a completely different kettle of fish when it's right there in your home and your home country, uh, where the world might be fucked up. And I think um yeah, it really is, is quite sad and unfortunate. But. Yeah, this this is a thing that gets me. It's like um, it's not just one country, it's not just one region. It's the entire world. Yeah. How, how it really can, is. How can this be that the entire world gets encompassed into this this whole thing in one go? It just seems so contrived. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is contrived, but I don't. I don't necessarily think that it is forced in the sense that contrived might mean. And what I mean by that is that um, we've we've been kind of evolving toward this for some time. At least that is my 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 impression. I mean, if you think about the Arab Spring and what took place, where you have a a guy setting himself on fire in Tunisia, at least that's what 
that's what uh, the Western world, at least the Western media, would have us believe is that it was because some one person set himself on fire and therefore the Arab Spring emerged. When in reality, it was a lot more to do with that because because the world was ready and kind of kind of waiting, waiting for that type of event. But uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's that everybody is a censor. I think that it's everybody has a camera. Everybody has a camera and everybody is a sensor and they're able to plug into these, you know, at, you know, not discounting what we're what we're feeding through the airwaves right now is because everybody can report through Twitter and whatnot. Yep. Uh, everybody can see uh, at a very micro level the types of things and unrest that might be taking place and what most of us would have historically believed was um you know, third world countries. And that's not to be offensive. It's just that, you know, I I remember uh, in Benghazi in uh, Libya when you had open source or what we call open source intelligence reporting of uh, an SA-6 surface-to-air missile, uh, what was an SA-6, and we used the unclassified Twitter feeds to actually go target um, the people that report uh, the people and the actually sur- the actual surface air missile to go bomb it, and we were able to do it. And in, to a certain extent, we've been able to harness. Uh, that's a know. that's a big step, though, using an unclassified source. Absolutely. To make a a strategic uh, well, a tactical strike. That's right. Yeah. 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 And and to be honest with you, in the intelligence business, um, I mean, I, and I wouldn't in any way, shape, or form say that because of my intelligence experience that I am somehow, uh, you know, uh, serendipitous in the way that I view intelligence. But if we 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 indeed targeted that SA six based off a of Twitter feed, and um, were able to take it out so that there was a freedom of mobility in the air over Libya, especially the western part of the country, excuse me, the um, we're able to target those types of uh, those type of so those types of surface to air threats. Um, <clears throat> but it every but bottom line is is that everybody's a sensor and and there's always been kind of a mentality that um, C- why would I trust the intelligence of CNN is always as an example, CNN or MSNBC or BBC or whatnot, always reporting what is going on on the ground with probably a 70 degree percent of uh, certainty. Um, Everybody's, whether it's somebody in Indonesia, Jakarta, Mm -hmm. or the Abu Sayyaf group in the Southern Philippines or wherever it might be, there's always somebody there that's able to report on the grind. Does that kind of make sense, John? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. I mean, you've you've got people on the ground that are making sense. They're out there on social media. They're tweeting their their information. So you're picking it up and, and, you know, 80% 80 of it, if it is going to be fairly accurate. Mm. So you're making calls based on that criteria, yeah? Yeah. Yes and no, I I have to say, because I, and it's not trying to toe the party line. It really isn't. It's that the West, and and I use that purposefully, but the United States, the United Kingdom, and those of that ilk, there are a great deal of effort put into making sure that we're not having civilian casualties mm-hmm. and you know there's there's mensuration in the points that we drop that a that a bomb can target but uh, we try to reduce the civilian casualties but the problem is is that the western world is focused on uh, reducing civilian civilian casualties and not impacting religious and slash cultural types of things that might be of benefit and value to all sects, whether it be uh, Islam or Christianity or Hindu or what have you. Whereas there's people and nefarious actors, in my opinion, based off of some degree of professional uh, opinion, like China and Russia. And Iran and the Quds force that operates in Iran, they just just don't give a shit, John. They don't care. They're going to rape all these countries of their of their net, and I, and I mean that purposely. Rape. They're 
and that sub-Saharan Sub African continent, they are absolutely raping, raping the African culture. Yeah. And, and same thing happened in Afghanistan with yeah. uh, you know, the mining of the copper and the zirconia and all mm -hmm. of that sort of yep. stuff. They just took it from them. The but, oil pills. Yeah. But, but, but some would counter back with saying that the U.S. and its allies are doing the same thing with oil. Yeah, probably. But they are. Yeah. And I'm, I, and I probably wouldn't, and I don't think it would be wise for me to dispute that claim. But whether you like him or not, under the Trump administration, whether it was something that was a pre-Trump, was that the American economy it pretty much reached energy independence under the Trump administration. Yeah. Um, well, again, that's not that's apolitical, at least to the extent that I can make it. But absolutely, because personally speaking, I'm neither a, a Trump supporter nor a Trump hater. However, I could see that his policies worked and especially economically, economically, America was it was soaring. And um, mm. uh, as someone who is very much business focused, business minded and economically minded myself, I just I just saw I just saw such fruitful winning is is how I could describe the American economy and then suddenly just crash. Mm. Well, ex excuse me, John, but what's this gentleman I'm talking yeah, about? That's ben. That's Ben. Ben, Ben, forgive me, Ben. I, 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 no I, problem. I, I apologize that I hadn't been introduced to you prior, but and my 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 apologies. I, I couldn't agree with you more. The I guess the thing of it is, though, in, in these types of countries is, and, and the evolution of geopolitical dialogue and, and e evolution in the, in the direction that we're going is that Muammar Gaddafi, when he was toppled, was yes. worth a north of $2 billion. The same yeah. thing can be said about, uh, I, I think, at least with somewhere in the region of $2 billion for uh, Saddam Hussein. Mm -hmm. So my, I guess... If 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 you have a choice between West, i.e. the United States, the United Kingdom, uh, perhaps even France and uh, France and Germany, uh, and and Australia, New Zealand, even though they're not necessarily West, if you have a choice between those types of societies versus that of strong men like Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi and present day what we in the biz and what we in the biz called uh, global powers that we compete with uh, religiously like China or or Russia I guess those that uh those of us that are in this caravan or perhaps on this podcast would choose the former yeah and and I actually was commenting with uh, John earlier tonight that as much as I hate it, and as much as I hate the idea of it, because I've actually been, you know, blown up in Iraq and targeted and people have tried to kill me and all that sort of stuff. As much as I hate to admit it, Saddam Hussein, mm -hmm. as a strong man, yeah. and he sure had those folks on, uh, on lockdown. On he really did, and I, yeah. I hate that um, because I, like most of the world, really thought that there were – they were weapons of mass destruction yeah. and all of that, and yeah. and, and was and I mean, informed as, by as a British person myself, you know, they they went into our parliament and and they lied. They went into our parliament and they lied to have this war, and um, once again, I wasn't I, I was young at the time, but you know, we we are told what we are told by these people we're supposed to see as our leaders, and who are supposed to not lead us astray. And then all all of a sudden, you know, we're going in and and we're losing we're losing American civilians, British civilians, um, uh, they're losing their lives or say civilian soldiers, and for what? And for what? Because yeah. it was a lie. I don't know, Ben. I don't I don't know that I agree with the with your your perspective that it was a lie. And 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 forgive me, Tony Blair in, lie. And no. In no way, shape, or form is I'm, am I trying to be contrarian. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that having been in the uh, American military yeah. intelligence community apparatus for decades, what I would submit is that it's so flipping 
big and it's so much about budgets and bureaucracy. So, so if, if, if you're not, as far as bureaucracies go, if you're not only towing the, the party line and that, which would, that, which is in the public sphere, then that, that could be the gateway to shrinking budgets that I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that they did it either regardless of what they did. Your point is, and I, I certainly think resonates with me is if they weren't lying, they were at a minimum incompetent. Yes. And, I, I and, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure what I prefer is, is it is it is it a lack of integrity or incompetence? I, I I think when it comes to our prime minister at the time, Tony Blair, I I I honestly think it was a lack of integrity. That man is just, it's, it's it's just evil, um, and that's how I've always seen him since then, and that's that's how he has continued to act, especially over the course of the last twenty months. Mm. He does seem to be a bit of a bad actor. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and, and to be honest with you, the politicians in general. I mean, I don't. Well, obviously, none of the three of us need to regale one another yeah. with the, the the nefarious nature of politicians. But absolutely, um, I, I I don't I don't I certainly don't dispute that because I I think the premise of your point, John, is that their ultimate goal is power, um, and I don't know what. Uh, Tony Blair is up to these days from as far as his motivations go. But what I can tell you is that I don't know, maybe maybe I'm too much of a Trump man, maybe well, possibly. Miss, Miss, uh, Mr. Blair is just trying to embed as many of his you know, people into as many governments as he can in order to get in the ears of as many leaders as he can, because Mr. Blair still wants power, but he's not going to get it by being elected by the British people again. So he'll get it any way he can. Yeah, and that could be, and that be that could be because of what it is that he represents, and 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 I guess in a in a in a word, kind of the antithesis of people like uh, Donald Trump and uh, what I I think in uh, the UK, Nigel Farage, yeah. and I'm not necessarily saying either one of them are right or wrong. To your point, Van, Van previously about about your commentary on on Donald Trump, but they certainly represent an interruption. To, to the status quo, and um, it, to what John, what John had mentioned previously is, uh, <laughs> I think in the introduction is that yeah, the world is indeed fucked up. Yeah, so no, I, 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 that's a good the Virginian. Yeah, <laughs> I'll come out. Ah. But that's a good point. Um, it's like the um, the the. What am I trying to say? That come on, John. I'm I'm here. I, they, um... <laughs> He's had too too many wines. No, no, I, I, it's not that. I'm trying. I'm trying to articulate one. I'm trying to articulate in my head. <laughs> like, all I can hear is wine pouring. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's okay. me, Ben. That's yeah, me. That, 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 that's, that's the Virginian. That's the Virginian. But it's like um. <sighs> Carry on. Yeah, well, I've the, lost the, it. Okay. Well, Look, we don't we don't need to cite honestly. We don't really no. need to cite so many data points that point to the world being quote fucked up. Yeah, I mean if you if you take the and I, honestly, I really don't want to get into the COVID uh, call insanity. It, call it the coof on this channel so that we don't get banned <laughs> platforms. Okay, okay, the coof. Uh, yeah. right, using your terminology, but from the outside, I thought it was all bullshit. Yeah, but. Um, as time went along, um, but you, as time went along, obviously I, I defaulted to the this is government control and this is yes you know the the well they really just want to tell us the thing. I mean, let me give you an example. So I'm in France now, but I have to travel back um, to the United Kingdom, and these PCR tests are sixty-eight quid. Yes. Think about that for a second. There, there, there are varying degrees of what the cost is as we as we travel north, but at sixty eight quid, mm -hmm. you 
and it's mandatory that you actually put you actually take you get one of these sets in a tracking number to, in order to be able to showcase at border control yes the test number that you have so that you yes. can get back in the country and blah 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 yes so on the surface okay well that kind of sort of makes sense that we got to provide a number um but you don't but actually we, have to take the test that's no funny. No, of course you don't, because no, because no, 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 hold on. What do you mean, Ben? I mean, so when 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 I will drive back into the country, I will put in a number into mm -hmm. the passenger locator form, right? And that number it's not verified by anybody, um, but I will put a number into the passenger locator form. I will drive back through border control. Um, a, a test may or may not arrive at my house. We found one for twenty-eight pounds, um, mm. uh, uh, and uh, then it will just go in the bin, John. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I understand that. What happens if you go to go back into the country and you just show them the first page of your passport? Well, I'm not too sure because the first so page I, of I a can... British pass the first page of a British passport says the bearer should not be hindered. Yes, well, uh, hold on. Give me two minutes. I'll find mine. Hold right. on. Okay. And you can quote it exactly. Hold on. Give me two minutes. I've and, uh, yeah, and, I'll, and, I'll, 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 I'll venture to say the American one's very yeah, similar. And, and, and to kind of riff on that point while Ben is finding his, is mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there's not a load of people that is in a warehouse or several warehouses throughout the country that is waiting for all these PCR tests to come in. Yeah, so it says here, Her Britannic Majesty's Secretary of State requests that in the name of Her Majesty, all those whom it may concern to allow the bearer to pass freely without let or hindrance and to afford the bearer such assistance and protection as may be necessary. Exactly. So I don't see anything in there asking you to take a test to get back into the UK. I agree. No. No. And I mean, but I mean, but really, really, what's the point of that? And, 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 and let me let me walk mm -hmm. the dog a little bit here. Yeah. yeah Is that the on. American Constitution says that um, uh, state legislatures control mm -hmm. the voting. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voting yeah. rights okay. and how a voting should be prosecuted per state in mm -hmm. the American Union. Mm -hmm. However, in this last election that took place in 2020, it yeah. was most exclusively okay. not the yeah. American. So, so yeah. whether there's laws codified. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, go on in. Sorry, the Virginian, you are <laughs> spot on. Yeah. You're spot on with what you're saying, right? That's that's um that's freedom of movement is a is a is a is a basic human right and it's codified it's codified in our passport system it's codified in the american constitution right mm -mm. Is it no not? there's no freedom of movement is there not no there's no freedom there's freedom of, of assembly isn't there yeah, there's freedom of assembly and all those things is codified in the First Amendment. But go on and make your point right, because so, I'm not trying to debate you no, about your premise because no, I agree with it. Yeah, we have we have a codified freedom of movement in our passport. We do nothing, nothing about taking any extraordinary measures to, to make that movement mm. you know pertinent. So what I would say is, all you need to do is show your first page of your passport and say, defeat that. Well, I mean, you know, theoretically speaking, yes, you are correct. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, border agents are quite often assholes, John. Well, yes, yes, I, I know that. I know <laughs> them. Right. But has anyone ever asked them? That's the thing. Because that, I, I would that venture is a good to question. say that 100% of people that are going through border control don't even bother to look at what their passport says. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think that I, I don't dispute what you're saying, Ben. Is that I, I mean, border, border I, I, I will also tell you, aspects, I, I've passed through border control um, between England and France in the last five years, maybe 20, 25 times at least. OK, this was the first time ever they stamped my passport. Mm. OK, but they're supposed to know they are supposed to. Right, because I, 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 I've, nev so, I've never been stopped by the French border okay. people on the way the in. The question is, 
who who stamped it? It was the French. UK, the French, right? Well, that that that's fine because the French are supposed to know, because yeah. then they've qualified when you enter the country, so you've now got ninety days. Yes. Right. So that's fine. That that's the legislation as it stands just now, and that to me that's fine. But when you go back, you know, there should be no hindrance to your to your travel back to the UK. Especially entering my own country of origin rather than exactly. entering yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, Absolutely. My, I guess my I guess my broader point that's focused on this micro issue is that and consistent with Ben's point about border mm-hmm. patrol agents kind of being assholes. Yeah. Because it's a little bit of because it, it honestly it is a little bit about human nature because as there's there's what I used to tell my workforce and in, in, in the industry in which I work is that you're never gonna find macro guidance that's gonna address every micro scenario. Yeah. Um, because yeah. the guidance doesn't exist because nobody can keep up with yeah. what it is that the health, so-called health professionals are yeah. telling it, telling us, whether it be the Center of a Dele- uh, Disease Control in America or the National Health System. So, so yeah. you, you, what, what, what it boils down to is some random border patrol agent that's mm-hmm. on a power trip, mm-hmm. that's on a power trip, which no, is yeah, which yeah, is right, human nature right. in those cases. Like, mm-hmm. nope, you're not coming in. I'm the person that's been placed in charge of this port of entry, and therefore you can't come in regardless of what the passport yeah, says. This is it. You're, you're spot on. You're spot on, and that may well happen. But my contention is, if you if you pursue the line that I'm talking about, there's a good. I think there's a good chance that you'd get through ultimately. And yeah, I think so. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I, I, I know. I, I, I know. I, 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 I think there would be a lot of argument I, along the I'm way. I'm not asking anyone to do it, and I'm not, I'm not saying that anyone should do it, but it's maybe something I would try, but I wouldn't ask anyone else to do it. But, yeah. Well, well exactly. Well, I, I'm kind of in that same boat right now, but obviously for other reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're traveling with your family. If you were traveling alone, I think I would be tempted to give it a shot. I don't have my family with me, John. Because oh, okay, I'm friends. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but you know me. I'm a I'm a cantankerous old bastard. Yeah, but, yeah, but so am I. Just in a young cripple's body. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, you know, I, yeah. I'm the cantankerous old bastard that rides around on a mobility scooter. That's me. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we're well suited, John, and that's why this show works. <laughs> So, moving on. Now, have we got any questions from the chat room, Ben? Um, uh, because the, we've got the, the, any any questions uh, in, the, in the guest? chat? Any any questions for our guest, the Virginian tonight? I mean, they're having a conversation about their day, really, um, <laughs> between themselves. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I apologise that you can't see me tonight. But like I said, I actually left the good camera in the car, and I brought the. Uh... Oh, Vaughn has a question for you. Does he? Um, uh, what is Vaughn's question, Shalini? We have to wait for this question to come through in the chat room. I'm not ignoring you. I'm listening to our esteemed guest very intently, despite the fact him and John have had several probably bottles of wine tonight <laughs> seems to speak very well oh well how, how sweet of him to say <laughs> that's a compliment oh wow this this random yank can actually complete sentences oh. no it's it's, it's 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 more john that i'm impressed with to be honest that he can that he, the, the scottish man can hold can hold a sentence at this point why thank you ben <laughs> whoever 11 in the chat says how to resist the seemingly inevitable central bank digital currency Oh, right. I, don't so, necessarily, I don't know that it's necessarily yeah, inevitable. But. Digital currency, I, I, I don't think it is inevitable. And, and obviously, um, the Virginian here agrees with me. I don't think it's an inevitable thing at all. And I don't think that a digital currency is going to stand up, particularly if people keep using cash. And, well, and- I, I, I quite enjoy cash, and having come on the continent, I have no yeah. money in my bank. I have cash. Yeah, and and has anyone refused it yet? Um, Vaughn says, "Tell John to sweep his fringe back a bit. He's looking like he's got an Adolf haircut." Oh. 
<laughs> uh, Adam says bring back the bartering system <laughs> no I, I, I really do enjoy habit I, I enjoy cash right and I enjoy the idea of a cash transaction between two people and you know it's more than just handing a piece of money over it's having that little bit of conversation that bit of human interaction that you just yeah. don't get with with the with the self service digital checkout, I, I you know having having cash and and still having that sort of that personal transaction, these are just tiny little things that kind of keep us human, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and it, it, right, okay. In the absence of any more questions from the chat room, I'd, I'd like to ask the Virginian a question. Um, do you have a particular take on the way that? the climate change agenda is going on at the moment or or, or not? Well, the case yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. I don't know that that's necessarily within my specialty as a no, intelligence I'm, I'm asking person, you as, as an I mean, Adam just, Adam just literally asked in the chat, what are the predictions for this winter of discontent? Are energy prices going to drive us all into climate crisis hell? Well, okay. I think that's kind of encompassing in the question, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, probably. All right. Yeah, I, I think so too. But, yeah. But I guess I guess like a typical intelligence professional's answer, it it depends. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, let's think about it for just a second. As far as climate crises and things that every, every corporations ha, all tend to have uh, something that they're always spitting and selling, um, like yeah. climate change and things of that sort. Anybody that thinks that, at least from my home country, uh, that, that liberals, i.e. Democrats, or depending on what spectrum you're on, is, but most especially liberals, don't have their own agendas that they're trying to push that might be beholden to certain corporate um, uh, corporate perspectives, i.e. climate change, then they're fooling themselves because – I don't you know, know it disappoints you... me. I'm sorry, sorry to interject, but what what disappoints me a lot is when we divide ourselves along the lines, like liberals, Democrats, you know, um, Republicans, red versus blue, because we're doing nobody any good by doing that. Ultimately, it's 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 just another form of divide and conquer, in my view. Um, I, I see it personally nowhere really on the political spectrum, except for the you know the term freedom i want the most freedom possible and there are some good things from one side of it there are some good things from the other side of it and everything is a one issue sort of deal rather than, yeah. than this this broad Maybe, spectrum but but man that's a fantasy i know yeah. it's well, fantasy. I, know. I, I couldn't agree with more is that of course we should yeah. all sit around the campfire and swing kimbaya and yeah. oh, we're not going to do that but Koala bears and say that just because you're a Democrat, we shouldn't agree with some aspects of what it is that you're positing. So, same thing with uh, the UK and the society that exists there. But that's a, that that's a fantasy. Uh, Unfortunately, you're correct. And, I know. You know, but, but it's so easy. It's so easy to sit along the lines of just looking at things. It, 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 at the individual level, rather than trying to say, oh, I'm this, so it's got to yeah. be that way. I, I know what you're saying, Ben, and, and you're looking at it from the point of view that everyone who's in a particular cliche becomes yeah. like in, in an echo chamber. But yes, absolutely. Is, it, it's important to understand that people have differing viewpoints, and, and it, it's fine to have a differing viewpoint. Oh, you, you're not wrong. You're yeah, not but wrong. my contention is that these people need to understand that you and I can have a completely different outlook on on what's happening. Absolutely. For instance, like myself and Latimer Alder, we have a completely different viewpoint on the the basic causal cause of, the climate. of, of, of climate change, and yet we get along. Because, because we... we, because we, we we're adults. Yeah. We're, we're adults, if and we, 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 under, adults. we understand that, you yeah, know... We do. But other people need to understand that because you can have a completely different viewpoint from someone and still understand that the government in particular is wrong, is just wrong on this basis. Yes, and I agree. I agree. What that government is, it might be Republican, it might be Democrat, it might be conservative, it might be liberal, it might be 
uh, Labour. It doesn't matter what that government is. That government is intrinsically wrong. And as we, long as you as a person can understand that, then you can move forward as a united force. I agree with you. Uh, Vaughan says in the chat, who does the Virginian think the West will, quote unquote, bring democracy to next? Iran, maybe? No, I, I don't think no. that. First of all, Alex de Tocqueville, oh. Alex de Tocqueville, or Alexis de Tocqueville, however you want to pronounce it, often talked about how democratization is a is a forever thing. There is no, there is no ultimate uh, stopping point for the for democracies being brought. What I think that the West should do is stop trying to promote it in countries that will never, never accept it personally. But again, oh, I that's. Agree. Necessarily think that that is but the foreign. But this is the idea of, of of live and let live, isn't it? The idea well, of live and let live. But there are just some leaders that can't do that. Well, I guess, but I think that's even more fundamental than the spreading of democracy. Because, like, you take uh, the United Kingdom and the United States, all the West and all that. Who? So I guess to whoever what Mamma's Wells. <laughs> Whatever her name was, I, 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 who knows? It just depends because because you don't necessarily target a different country. I mean, whoever a, eleven in the chat says the West needs to bring democracy to itself first. And looking at the last twenty months, I actually couldn't agree with that statement more. Yeah, but how do they define democracy? Well, we we are not living in in. in or at least when I'm in the United Kingdom, there's there's no such thing as a democratic society there. We've been living 20 months under under diktat, under mandate. Yeah, but, even but the parliament the, don't have a say. It's not even a republic. Like 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 in America, for example, no. it's not even it's not it's certainly not a democracy of sorts. Well, America, it, America should be class should be classified as a democratic republic, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it probably should be. My point is that if if you believe what it is that I believe is mm -hmm. that. The most modern slash up to date democracies are never really fully evolved. Yeah, you're not really I, there yet I, on I, the democratization I, of whatever it is think, your society is. But and I may be wrong. I think the closest at the moment is Switzerland. Yeah, maybe, but they've because, been neutral their whole lives. Yeah, they've been, they've been <laughs> neutral. But, but what they do is they they take like I I think it's like the ten most pressing agenda items and they put them to um they put them to a referendum every year. Mm. See and they, uh, the public they would let the public uh, vote on those things and what the public decides is what happens, whether it be building a new motorway or or, or immigration levels or whatever. So yeah, but also that that's 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 good in one aspect, but also leading by referenda can also be very bad in one aspect because if it's fifty one versus forty nine, the fifty one's getting their way and the forty nine are pissed off. <laughs> but hold on. If fifty one beats forty nine, that's democracy. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but the 49 don't. And uh, what is it? The 48 in the United Kingdom yeah. haven't. So, <laughs> so, so, so 51 beats 49, that's democracy. Yes. Okay. But if you have an election and 35 beats 23, beats 15, beats, you know, 7, right? Yeah. That's still democracy, is it? No. No, because the system that we have here in the United Kingdom when we're voting first past the post is in no way democracy because the 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 quote unquote government so, of the day has about thirty two percent of the vote. Yeah. So so we don't live in a democracy then? No, no, we we definitely don't. We live in a first past the post shithole. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that I mean to to the young lady's question, I, who knows? Who <laughs> who in this world <laughs> Who in the square root of fuck all actually knows <laughs> the next country that we're going to target, no, i.e. the yeah. West, is going to target for democratization? Because, as I said previously, or at least as the premise of what my point was, is that nobody would have predicted the man lighting himself on fire and yeah. sparking yeah. the Arab Spring and all of this because um, it just depends. It's so many things are dependent, but I mean – Jeez, man, I, I would hope by this point that we look somewhere other than the Middle East. Well, this is this is it. Somewhere else, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, my, my, yeah. and and to it's I just all that oil is just too tasty for those in charge, isn't it? Just the oil, the oil. Oh, we want all of the oil. 
Yeah, it is too tasty, but I mean, like I said, um, American energy independence was achieved under Trump. The thing is, we can't deny that. And as somebody, like I said earlier on, who who neither supports or I, I sit so indifferent to the man, um, I, I can tell you now that you, you're absolutely correct. Energy independence was achieved and the economy was soaring. That Those are two facts that cannot be disputed. I'm not saying that it was because of him. It could have been no, no. because of the private sector and all the, yeah. the, 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 you know, whatever. It they were was. happening at that time. Exactly. And at least he didn't get in the way of it. But I can tell you this, Sleepy Joe, uh, bless his heart. He is totally, <laughs> he's totally demented and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And unfortunately, yeah. hearkening back to our previous conversation points about what type of government and democracy versus republic or constitutional monarchies or whatever, it doesn't change the fact that Joseph Biden from Delaware is demented. And he doesn't know what the square root of fuck all he is he's doing. You're right. He doesn't, he doesn't know where he is. The the Virginian is quite right on this, uh, and to be honest, it, it's pretty sad. It's more than sad. It's that, scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sad that a person in that condition should be put in that position. Yeah, but he wasn't. I don't. I I submit that he wasn't. I I I don't think he was actually voted for. That of course. I'm sorry. No, I'm not no, trying to. No, we're not. We're not. I'm not trying yeah. to bogart your podcast no, no, and no, submit no, no. some oh. sort of conspiracy no, theory. You're, 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 you're allowed to, but the thing is, you're allowed to have your opinion, you're, and we're allowed to report on it. Podcast, don't worry about I, it. I, I just think that it is all. If, if we're talking about democracy, you don't have a democracy if the vote don't count. Yeah. And if yeah. you you don't have a democracy if the vote ain't legal. And there are so many things, I think, under the guise of COVID and making yep. sure that people can mail in and all that sort of stuff, which opened the door for, for fraud. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And we, we have to be able to. I, and I actually think there's a silent majority. Yeah, I think there actually no, is uh, a silent majority that actually think, thinks the same I way think, that most of us do. I think I, I have no argument with you whatsoever. My point was that it's sad that that person should have been selected to be put in that position. Because he I, doesn't know where he is half of the time. I don't mean he was elected to the position, but someone put him in that position. And I could, I, I mean, honestly, we could go on all night about Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. All these other yeah. Democratic contenders, yep. Bernie yep. Sanders, yep. that was never going to be palatable to the mm -hmm. Democratic muckety mucks. I mean, I tell you, the, 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 least, the least palatable, and we know she was the least palatable because she was the first out of the running, was Kamala Harris. And it now looks like she is going to be president. Yeah, because because Kamala Harris was basically looked at Joe Biden in the face on the Democratic Excuse me, on the Democratic debate stage. She's called him a racist, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, how, how, how are you going to do that? But then that's politics, though, which means, Absolutely which means it that it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah, it's all I'm bullshit. Not, I mean, like you look at somebody and you call them a racist and they make you your roommate. That's but strange. I would say looking at Kamala's own um, very, very heavy-handed prosecution record that she was quite racist, to be honest. Of course she was. Of course she was. <laughs> yeah, she yes. was. Anyway, I've got about I've got about three more minutes. Any other burning questions that any other questions can any, answer? Yeah, <laughs> any questions for the Virginian? To be fair, Ben, my and to be to be candid, my 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 specialty and what I do is indeed intelligence, having been trained trained in that community and whatnot, and educated, frankly, in that community. But also, my my passion is politics, but yeah. American politics in particular. So that. So with that primer, I mean, what do you want to know, man? I mean, I, or do you? I might not be able to answer, but at least I can give my perspective. Uh, well, the thing is, my passion is conversation. My passion is people. My passion is dignity. So I, I just want to know what makes you know someone like you want to do what you do. <laughs> oh, well, that's well, a good question. What, what makes you tick? Well, I think that it, that it, it uh, once again, 
It depends. But <laughs> in my personal, Ben, in my personal experience, it started out with indeed the things that are kind of Boy Scout, the things that are kind of elementary, wanting to do for God and country and take care of old glory and all of this sort of stuff. And then it got somewhat corrupted around Iraq and certainly in the in in the lo- the later years with Afghanistan. But now it's because of my my wife and my two kids. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why I do what I do and that's why I go out and, and do the journalism that I do in my country and, you know, just try and lay waste to all of the bullshit and cut right yeah. to the core of things. Because I've got a wife and I've got two small children. And they they they're everything to me, and they're you know their future is everything to me, yeah, and course. and that's why 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 we do what we do. I have one more question for you from a young Irish lady named Shalini. Um, she would like to know who killed JFK. Yeah, well, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, obviously, I could give it the clinical answer, and it depends. <laughs> But but it but it does largely it large it does largely depend on the source of information. But nobody knows. I mean, of course, the um, the the report that came out I can't remember. It was a W. I can't think of the uh, the 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 W report, whatever we want to call it. Uh, certainly said that it was a single actor and it was Lee Harvey Oswald, etc. But no, but I mean, come on, man. If you look at the way that the uh, the film, uh, the, what is it? The Zabruder, the, Z- the, no, Brood, the Zabruder, yeah, or whatever, whatever his name was, the Zabuger. Yeah. Let's just call him Zabuger for the time being. If you, <laughs> yeah. if you look at that film yeah. and you look at where, where the his his throat exploded, it exploded, it exploded. Uh, his head exploded toward the back, yeah. and his throat exploded toward the front. So well, you have well, two exactly. things. The best, the best documentary I ever saw about it was. The fact that one of the CIA guys on the front of the the car that he was traveling on let off a loose round in it to come out, and, and that that actually explains it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it's still anecdotal. You're never gonna yeah, get I, it. You're, you're never, never gonna get that. You're never gonna know. And, and the... I've stood on the spot in Dallas in Dealey Plaza. I've stood on the X. Um, yeah. I, I did that when I was a kid, and I've got a picture of me as a little kid standing on the spot where JFK was shot. But then my mum was too cheap to take us up to Sixth Floor Museum. Mm. And yeah. the thing of it is, to your to your guest that asked the question, by 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 federal law, we're not allowed to spy on American citizens. In fact, <laughs> we're not allowed to spy on coalition, i.e., the Five Eyes. So you're not allowed to propagandize. You weren't allowed to propagandize American citizens either until recently. Yeah, they but which intelligent, that. which agency within the intelligence community are referring no, to? Because all because, agencies. So that's yeah, point. But you're not supposed. It's against federal law to spy on the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. the United States, and all of its citizens, Canada, yeah. uh, uh, New Zealand, and Australia. Oh, with that by federal law. But you'll fucking do it. <laughs> that would indeed be the five eyes yeah. which the Brit, which the French are all up in arms with oh, right yeah, now because because, oh, Sleepy, oh. because Sleepy Joe said that we're going to get nuclear submarines to I, the United Kingdom and Australia not. and the French went absolutely ballistic and apeshit and I guess, submarines. I guess potentially as they should but yeah. I disagree with Barack Obama that the French are our closest allies I, I, I think that there are oldest allies, obviously hashtag revolution and the American revolution, but they're not our closest. The, the United French, Kingdom is unquestionably our closest allies. The French, the French are, um, let me say, particular in their allies. Yeah, of course Because if you, if there, there's a thing in Scotland called the Old Alliance, mm. and the Old Alliance was the Scottish and the French because they used to gang up to Fight against the English, mm. uh, and to so be honest with how you, how can how can a country that used to gang up with the Scottish fight against the English? I don't be, know. Be be the UK's oldest well, ally. I don't know. Um, Mr. Jungle Griffin says they were only allies because they hate the English. Well, well yeah, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Of course, it was. I think that Mr. English Griffith is quite accurate there. Yeah, I think he's quite accurate there. But what I can tell you is this: is that. Hey, I've got a lot more wine to drink. Yeah. Yep. 
and B, I have absolutely enjoyed the opportunity that John and Ben have provided to me here to, and I could go on for hours. So could we. And of course I can tell that Ben based off. <laughs> but thank you so much. And I will excuse myself so that John can conclude. Yeah, I would, I would like to thank the Virginian very much for me too, man. Thank you for joining us. He yeah, needs to man. join us with his presence because it's been very illuminating and thank you very much. It's been fun. It's been a laugh. Uh, thank you, John. So the Virginian is off and walking with his wine. And I will be boarding that van within turn the next it. few days. Turn it. Turn it one way. No, just turn it. Ah, That's it. The Virginian isn't very clever. The Virginian is out. <laughs> the Virginian out. <laughs> He's lost <not> the lock. I have to talk quite quietly, John. Because I'm in a very big echoey room in a large hotel with with thin walls. Um, uh, I, right, go on. That 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 was good fun. That was good fun. I, and, so I think that was that was a class catch, getting the Virginian in at this point, because you know what, and a serving American serviceman in the intelligence corps. Yes. Oh, Shalini wants to know how you know him. No, I can't. I, I can't disclose that. <laughs> they, 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 they met. They met one day and started getting pissed together. Well, let's just say alcohol was involved. <laughs> but, but bloody hell, was that not a class catch? What other podcasts bring you that? For fuck's yeah, no, no, that's that's true. That's true. What other podcast does bring you that? The, yeah, the value that we provide. Yeah, I've got to apologise to Ben because I gave him no notice because it was a very last minute, you know, decision. But I thought it was worth running with, and obviously Ben Ben did too because we've gone live with it. Well, I just do. I just I just kind of go along with anything, John. Really. Thanks. <laughs> no, but it was it was really good. It was really really good fun. Um. So, John, how has a? It looks looks to me like you're about ready to drop. Um. <laughs> I, I've been. Uh, we were around at friends tonight for a meal, and and hence we ended up with the Virginian. But um, yeah, I mean, this is the closest I get to going out at the moment, which is going around to friends for a meal because, you know, France is fucked. Yes, have having having experienced a bit of France, France is fucked. Yeah, France is fucked, and 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 that is ridiculous because if you don't have a COVID. Past sanitaire, whatever you call yeah. it, you can't do anything. You can get takeaway, John. Yeah, you can get takeaway. You can go shopping, right? Yeah. Okay, but I mean, you know, that's not France because the whole beauty of France is sitting at a terrace and having a coffee or a beer and watching the world go by. Yeah, and you can't do that, and that's fucked. No, and the thing is, we know this is mid-December. It's going to be imposed on Britain. In full. Well, on the 15th of November, this is supposed to stop in France. Is it going to, though? Well, I, I don't know, but that's the date in which this legislation runs to. But when you've got, I, I was going to say a C word, but when you've got people like a senator who has proposed that uh, the vaccine should be mandatory for all French citizens from the first of January, and trying and trying to back it onto the existing legislation. For They're going to discuss it again on the day that we meet, John. Yeah, they'll discuss it on the thirteenth of October. And and you know what? I'll be honest with you guys. That's D Day for me. Yeah. Because how that vote goes depends on whether I stay or leave France. And if I leave Makes France, sense. it would be with a heavy heart and with considerable cost. But you, 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 I, I can tell, like when you when you're talking about the places that you go, the place that you live, the people that you're meeting, your your Scottish butcher, you know, yep. your your fresh boulangerie, you absolutely love it, and yeah. and um, 
and and it is. It's being absolutely fucking uh, to 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 coin a term that the that the uh, Virginian just used. It, it, the society, the culture, is being absolutely fucking raped by this by this you know imposition, and it's it's so it's so sad to see, and to see it in person, and to you know to 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 to, to to speak to people who are enforcing it as I have done today, um, who, who will, will openly tell me, yes, it is discrimination and they know it and that they think, you know, we're doing a bad thing here. Yeah. But, oh, it's, it's so sad. So yeah, sad. It's really sad. It's, but the thing is, it's, it's, it's come, it's coming for all of us. Yeah. I, I know. And it's yeah. like, how 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 do you stop this? And and I'm going back to what I said earlier on. I think, and this isn't well. I'm not condoning violence, but armed insurrection seems to be the only way out of this. I, I I mean, I would if if it were to occur, I would neither condone or condemn. I would just watch on with anticipation. Yeah. That's 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 my my neutral standpoint. As as a journalist, I, I would watch on yeah. and I would cover it as it occurred. But um, at, at the end of the day, we everybody, almost everybody, right, even the people that would attack you and me, in their private conversations, are saying how wrong all of this is. Right? They don't agree with it. Nobody agrees with this sort of fucking separation and discrimination yeah. and and yet nobody turns around and fucking stands up i mean we have our big marches through london once a month right and they're great for morale they really are they're great yeah, for they, all of us but they don't they don't cut the muscle they really don't no and you know what i go to them i cover them i never actually protest myself um I, I go there as a member of the media and I can feel the, the you know, the electricity in the air. I can feel the, the morale boost. Yeah. Something I can't really explain. Um, and Shalini says, but so many do, Ben, think it's all okay. I don't think so. I think they're just a vocal minority. Yeah. I think they're a vocal minority. Yeah, I think they are. Simon, no, no way, Simon. Can I afford a fucking five star hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, this is travel lodge. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, you know what? This, 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 this coming Wednesday, John is embarking on a journey this coming Tuesday in order to join me. This coming Wednesday, he's going to drive hundreds of kilometers and we're going to meet in an undisclosed location somewhere in Europe. And we are going to stream the first ever in-person episode of Chasing Descent. We're going to be all through my studio. We're going to be on one microphone that's in the middle of us and we're going to be on two cameras. Yep. And somehow I'm going to set all of this up. We're going to see how it goes. Right. Um, and that's this coming Wednesday for episode thirty. We needed we we made sure it was thirty, didn't we, John? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did. And you know what? Having these conversations, I can't believe we're at number twenty. Well, but actually, me and you technically are, are on conversation thirty-two right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, but um, <laughs> but. Having these conversations twice a week, you know, it's helped bring me down, helped keep me sane, you know, yeah. and and help it helps me rationalise. Um, because one of my friends who's with me um, at the moment, she 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 was very concerned about me last year, and I I think I think rightfully so because I was going hard off the deep yeah. end mentally. I was going yeah. right off the deep end. And uh, all, all, all she could do and all anyone else could do is sit back and watch me, quote, unquote, self-destruct. OK, 
But it's when I started up these live talk shows and then John asked to interview me and then I interviewed you back. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and, it's, and it's just talking to you lot. I'll, and just... I'll be honest. See, when I interviewed you, when I asked the interview, I had the idea of a, of a dual talk show anyway at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I thought, I thought, because I've long thought of having a Scottish English divide type thing, you know, yeah. you know, having that juxtaposition, uh, and I, 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 I approached other people about it before, but they hadn't really come through. But I thought this guy's on the same wavelength. And and you know what? There are things we sometimes disagree on. Same as you oh, and I. Yeah, well, of course. But I I think that that that, that these shows, like I say. Uh, I've got Simon in the chat who says, um, I can't wait for episode 30. People love this show. It's, it's only a small live audience. It's never huge. Right. But, but, but we, yeah. we get the same people in the chat twice a week, yeah. every yeah, week. Please. And they are, you, you know, you guys keep us coming back. Yeah. Um, so Simon says for episode 30, I think you should do a top three dystopian psychotic countries. <laughs> <laughs> His top three is Australia, Israel, and Canada. Lithuania has gone totally mad. Yeah, they have. Yeah, Lithuania has, but oh, New Zealand's got to be in there. It's got to be in there. Well, we can have that discussion before we go live on Wednesday, John. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't have a top three because you've got too many. <laughs> that's that's true. Unfortunate, unfortunately. But what we could do instead of having a top three is we could just run through some of them and see see how they're going insane differs <laughs> so, yeah, so we've, got, we've got two weeks holiday coming up from school have you really starting the 17th of october so i'm okay. thinking we might take we might take a road trip and i might film it well that sounds like fun yeah, so, I mean, if anyone's got any suggestions as to where we go in Europe, fire it in. Oh, that, that sounds like fun, and we can catch that up on episode 30 as well. Um, yeah. I think I think this is a... We've only been live an hour, John, but yeah. I think this might be a nice time to round tonight's out. I, I think it might be. I think we've had a... This has been a... I think it's been an extraordinary opportunity because it's not a live serving intelligence officer on the show. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think that's okay. I think we can I think we can quite comfortably bow out an hour on this one. I I, th- I think you could be right and you can go back to your lovely wife and continue drinking the wine. And uh, oh, he's nearly finished that glass. It's time for another, John. <laughs> but um, I'll let you round out the show then. So, uh, and with always, we operate on a value for value mechanism. So if you think we are giving you any value, then please give us some value back. You can contact me on HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash buymeacoffee.com forward slash JIPO, J-A-I-P-O. And you can give me a, a small donation to keep me going. If you don't wish to and you want to contact or, or and you want to give Ben a, a donation, then Ben. If, if you want to help out towards, you know, keeping this, this shit on the road, so to speak, um, it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash descent. And I am on the road. Um, Shalini said she bought you a few coffees, John. Um, oh, thank you, Shalini. You know, Shalini, I love you. I love um, and 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 yeah. Also, you can catch me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Descent Media. I have one patron at the moment at the executive producer level, and coming in November, anyone at the executive producer level gets my cynical take on movies as a special podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well. What? Any, any particular movies or all movies? Well, I'm going to pick a shit movie every month and I'm going to review it. 
okay. Right. In okay. my in my cynical, you know, style. Irritable style. Yeah, with my eloquence and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and my Britishness. So it's good? Well, it, it will be pretty good because I'm making it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, and you've got that, to... And with that, it's good night from Ben. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's good night, definitely, from Mr. Porter, who is off to get subtle. He looks subtle, doesn't he? Look, he's got rosy cheeks. <laughs> good night, everyone. I love you. I love you all. Good night. Good night, John. Thank you for this one. Good night. Good night. Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without. Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions too loud. Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd. I want liberty without conditions. Take away that job. I don't want to work. I'll stay at home and play in the dirt. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. your line, I want liberty without conditions, work on the docks or down a hole, come out at night and pray for your soul, I want liberty without conditions, I want liberty on my conditions. Diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my Conditions